all, let us uh, read all the texts, all the verses, and then one by one, we will see all these qualifications. So Lord Krishna explains, Advesta Sarva Bhutana Maitra Karuna Evacha Nirmamo Nirahankaraha Samma Dukha Sukhakshami Santushta Satatam Yogi Yatatma Drida Nishtrayaha Mayar Pitamano Buddhir Yomad Bhakta Same Priyaha Yasman no Dvijate Loko Lokan no Dvijate Chayaha Harsha Marsha Bhayo Dvegair Mukto Yasachame Priyaha Anapeksha Shutir Daksha Udasi no Gatavyataha Sarvarambha Parityagi Yomad Bhakta Same Priyaha Yona Rishyati Nadveshti Nashochati Nakangshati Shubhashubha Parityagi Bhakti Manya Same Priyaha Samashatraucha Mitrecha Tatha Manapamana Yoho Shito Shana Sukudukeshu Samasanga Vivarjitaha Tulyanindas to Tirmoni Santushto Yena Kenachet Aniketas Tirmatir Bhakti Man me Priyo Naraha Yetu Dharmyamritam Idam Yatoktam Paryupasate Shraddhana Matparma Bhaktas Tetiva me Priyaha so these are the qualifications. So somebody asked Prabhupada, one of his disciples, that Prabhupada, you are telling Bhakti Yoga is the topmost yoga, but we see that yogis are performing amazing magic. And it is a fact. So if anybody tells you, I'm following the process of Ashtanga Yoga, Dhyan Yoga, then he should be able to show the powers. He should be able to make himself smaller than the smallest or bigger than the biggest, lighter than the lightest without any use of airplane, he can fly anywhere. So the disciple asked Prabhupada that Prabhupada, if uh, a pure devotee, perfectionist of Bhakti Yoga has already all the achievements which people of other yogas have. So can't you just fly to America without bothering to have a ticket and everything? So Prabhupada explained, yes, I can do that. But if I do that, then you will stop asking me how to go to Krishna and you will ask me how to go to America without a ticket. So that is why the pure devotees are very, very careful. Uh, any sincere practitioner of yoga, he does not get carried away by such mystic powers, which are the natural result of following the yoga process. So if we follow the laws of nature very nicely, we get more and more freedom. And if you break the laws of nature, then uh, obviously it is uh, God's arrangement. So just like here, those people who are outlaws, so they are captured by police and they are put into jail. Their freedom is restricted. And the more a person behaves in a gentle, manly way, the more he gets freedom. In a similar fashion, uh, the more a person breaks laws of nature, he becomes helpless like an animal. You know, so uh, we all realized before we came to Krishna consciousness, how we were also so helpless or now to the degree we experience advancement in Krishna consciousness, the helplessness reduces. Otherwise, people cannot change even small habit in their life. So helpless they are. So because we are breaking laws of nature. 
we cannot sleep on time we cannot get up on time we cannot control our tongue daily i want that kind of food item we cannot control our eyes i want to see something i cannot control my ears and thus all these apps app makers they make wonderful apps and they take advantage of this helplessness of people lose tendency they cannot control their senses people are addicted to facebook instagram and now clubhouse and so many things that is making people addicted so the more people break laws of nature the more they lose their independence they become helpless and eventually after they leave this body the next life is animal who is completely helpless and the more we abide by the laws of nature our senses are regulated we are able to control our mind and senses so power will be given to a person who is able to control mind and senses so people want to become powerful but they don't want to control their mind and senses then how is it possible so that is why when one king he was disturbed uh so uh, the saint asked the king so king are you not able to control you control your subjects are you not able to control your mind and senses is that the issue because unless you control your mind and senses you cannot control anybody outside so the more people do tapasya this fact was known to the people who followed the vedic culture so if you have you wish to have any kind of power then you have to perform tapasya and any person who performs tapasya as mentioned in the vedas he develops certain kind of powers spiritual or material so power is given to a person who can control his mind and senses it is as simple as that so that is why the vedic culture tells first of all if you want to become happy you want to experience freedom in your life why we celebrate independence day uh, vacation could be there on any other day or not but independence day and republic day or gandhi jayanti these are national holidays why because they are associated with our freedom we are all hankering for freedom but we want to enjoy freedom in a foolish way just like the outlaws they want to enjoy so they want to break the laws and then they think if i do not follow the laws of government then i am happy so this is foolishness is it not because they do not know just by little misuse of independence they will lose all their independence they'll be put in jail so in a similar fashion our life should be very strictly regulated by the vedas so so many rules and regulations you will have you eat in this way you eat these things you do not eat these things do not mix these two things sleep in this way get up in this way at this time you take birth in this way you die in this way you marry in this way and so many things are there so many rules and regulations because the vedas train a person to become a gentleman so if we follow these rules and regulations nicely then we develop powers and a bhakti yogi because his mind and senses are completely under control he always uses his mind and senses only for krishna satisfaction so all the powers they develop automatically but then they are very careful so spiritual masters never show of course because they are having these powers it inevitably gets reflected here and there but usually they don't want to show it because uh, then those devotees who are practicing they may always wait when will i get that power and they will not be able to advance in this process so when we are following bhakti yoga it is very very important we don't use this uh, chanting of hari krishna mahamantra or whatever we are doing for any material gains just like now chaturmasya has started so in this month we are not supposed to take any green leafy vegetable in this manner 
in these four months because it rains. So those preachers earlier, the preachers would travel everywhere and preach all the sadhus. So a sadhu is not selfish. He dedicates his life to spread this knowledge everywhere. But in rains, they cannot travel. So they will stay at one place, wherever in town or village they are. And because it is raining, they would conduct discourses and bhajan, kirtan uh, in that localized place. And then they would follow austerity in these four months, Chaturmasya. So Chaturmasya is usually followed because when you do austerity, then it is told, then you can develop various powers. You can elevate yourself to higher planets where every living entity is born with amazing mystical powers and the standard of living is very, very high on other planets. So that is a mood of following Chaturmasya. We are also following Chaturmasya. We follow certain minimum restrictions, but the mood is so that we can engage our senses in the service of Krishna. So that is why Hare Krishna Mantra can remove all this pandemic. Hare Krishna Mantra can remove all the problems from our life. Hare Krishna can also give us all the mystical powers and everything that we want. But if you use Hare Krishna Mantra for that, that is like using currency for boiling your tea. No, currency notes should not be used. You use wood, you use CNG, you use cow dung cake, but do not use currency notes. It has got a better purpose. In a similar fashion, if you use Hare Krishna Mahamantra for any other ulterior motive, then that defeats the purpose. That motive will definitely be served because Hare Krishna has all the potency, but we will not be able to attain the ultimate uh, spiritual happiness, freedom from birth, death, old age, and disease. Eternal life will never be attained by that. So that is why Prabhupada was very, very cautious that he does not display these things. Uh, so likewise, you know, people uh, usually, so many, many uh, saints who are not actually very saintly and they do not actually know what is the aim of life. Simply do they do some tapasya, they get some powers. So they come down and meet the people and they show some powers to get attracted, uh, to get people attracted towards them. So likewise, in our family also, we had... Uh, one saint, a very famous devotee of Lord Hanuman, and he developed some mystic powers. So some of our uncles, they started following him and he would predict uh, when they were coming to me, they told that your car broke down on the way so you could not come. And how is this thing happening in your house? Like this, he would tell something in, uh, in advance and few other things here and there he was telling. So they surrendered. So people are not very intelligent. They get carried away by such powers. And uh, Prabhupada tells once a yogi came down and then he started displaying his powers that he can walk on water. Uh, so everybody got fascinated. Oh, yogi, great yogi. And some people may call him Bhagwan also. He's walking on water. It is extraordinary. Just like tribal, they surrender to any flash of light. In a similar fashion, those people who do not know what is God, any person shows little power, they would surrender. Oh, he's yogi. He's God. So even Ravana also was having various powers. All the demons also have, ghosts also have various powers. But you cannot call them God or any other thing. But those people who are less intelligent, they surrender. So there was one intelligent person. He told, so you have done so many years of tapasya in the mountains. And now you have got some power by which you can walk on water. So why you have wasted your time? You can pay two cents and you can take a boat and perform the same function of crossing the water. So something which can be performed an activity by simply paying two cents, why you have to go and spend hundreds of years of tapasya? What is the use? 
so yes you can fly and go to any other country but you can purchase a ticket and then also you can fly what is the use of wasting valuable human form of life for attaining power which is temporary so many times prabhupad was asked this question swami ji can you please show some powers so prabhupad can you show some magic so prabhupad told this is magic that hippies have become happies hippies in america who were although born in good families rich family but they were lying on the street they were extremely disgusted so when prabhupad went to america so americans were having a notion india is a poor country and there are so many troubles india is a land of snakes and tigers and india has diseases malaria and all such things because they don't have malaria over there india we have mosquitoes and rains so prabhupad told them that you see you are thinking india is malaria and you are telling india is not a good place but then you have some other disease you have so many sexual diseases and uh, prabhupada told ultimately you are not happy if all this success all this wealth would have made america happy there would not have been so many hippies hippies means disgusted people they are living like animals breaking all the laws they are dissatisfied so that is why america also has failed its people so that is why in material world prabhupada just see this is the vision of pure devotee why there are hippies why there is uh, this great bunch of people thousands and thousands in number who are dissatisfied so there is that is why distress is everywhere so they might be suffering from distress of malaria you are suffering from distress of sexually transmitted diseases and hippies and xyz but distress is there everywhere and this distress cannot be removed unless a person knows this highest magic what is the highest magic gross magicians or yogis they may change the configuration of matter they may extend their apple uh, their hand and prabhupada told um, he witnessed that somebody would come to this place and he was following a yogi and immediately that yogi extended his hands and brought very big apples which you will find in kabul or some other place along with it leaves and all everything he was able to produce he told what do you want we want some apples and it will go to that place other room and then apples were found there so like this yogis can do all these things they can change configuration of matter matter is present here they can bring it here your body small they can make body huge body is huge they can make it small they can make it light so they can play around with matter as modern science is also getting some siddhis just like some of you would be sitting in other country thousands of miles away or in different states different cities but how we are able to see each other talk to each other so this is also a siddhi ordinary ordinarily sound cannot travel so far so this change of matter is not very difficult to perform however the most important magic is not the change of matter but the change of consciousness and this is the real effect which hari krishna mahamantra prabhupada told has produced hippies have become happies the people who are under great stress always as many people when they come to krishna consciousness i think uh, all of you who have been following krishna consciousness for some time you would have noticed people tell prabhu i was always uh, uh, stressed out i was in depression i was always we meet people who are always depressed and now they are always happy <laughs> and uh, people tell that i have never laughed like this i have never been so happy so like this we have various testimonials so change of consciousness it is very very difficult to have 
people can become very educated they can become magistrate ministers but change of consciousness does not happen so people write big big examinations they go to the top notch institutes of the country and what do they do there animal activities the radical thing which a person learns when he comes to the best institute of our country technical institute is drinking and pornography as told by the people and they were asked what do you want to do so now that you have taken admission in this college and they are openly telling we want to enjoy this pleasure so this is what they want to do heart has not changed they know a square b square c square h2 n2o but consciousness it is degrading lust and greed is increasing in the heart the stress and anxiety is increasing always in their lives so this is not the result of education so that is why education means matter anybody can change that is not very extraordinary form so that is why it is told in the puranas ya vidya sa vimuktaye knowledge means which liberates you anyatha shilp napunam otherwise it is simply art and craft art and craft is also education in home science you learn art and crafts you put this thread here take it out take out the needle from there you put this masala put this salt that is also a science but this thing is not very advanced science so similarly it is little advanced nature you put one chip here take this diode out put transistor here so this is also shilpanapunam art and craft you are simply changing the configuration of matter so such education is only called shilpanapunam if it is not liberating you education means ya vidya sa vimuktaye it should make you free it should set you free that is education education should not just bring about change of matter but most importantly change of consciousness it is a consciousness which is the most important element in this body when consciousness is out then the body is of no use and people do not know we are actually that consciousness changing bodies life after life we are eternal that is why chanakya pandit said matravat pardareshu pardravyeshu loshtavrat आत्मवत सर्वभूतेशु यह पश्चति तप सपंडिता हा सुन वैदिक एजुकेशन सिस्टम एनी पर्सन हु इज गोइंग टू वैदिक स्कूल व्हाट इज द प्रूफ दैट ही इज अंडरगोन एजुकेशन नाउ वी आर प्रोड्यूसिंग बिग बिग डिग्रीज ऑफ नो यूज बिकॉज़ अ पर्सन बिहेव्स एंड रिमेंस ऑन एनिमल प्लेटफार्म सो चाणक्य पंडित सेस द मोस्ट पावरफुल एकेडमिशियन एंड मिनिस्टर ऑफ आवर कंट्री he says matravat pardareshu the first symptom of education would be matravat pardareshu except one's own wife every other woman must be seen as mother so if a man accept his own wife he is able to see every other woman as mother that means he is educated pardravyeshu loshtavrat and pardravyeshu materials and property of other people wealth of other people now people are very fond of taking others wealth also and everybody is corrupt bottom to top almost there may be some exceptions but more or less everybody is corrupt judiciary is corrupt legislature is anyway corrupt doctors so much corruption we saw how it is happening rampantly doctors are having corporate targets now bureaucracy corrupt so everywhere there is lot of corruption majority is corrupted minority is sustaining somehow so pardravyeshu because they are not educated actually they simply know arts and crafts they have been educated only in arts and crafts had they really got education they would have got this qualification pardravyeshu others money others wealth properties loshtavrat like a clod piece of stone 
and Atmavat Sarvabhuteshu. All other living entities I perceive as myself. If uh, somebody is cutting my finger, I feel pain. How can I kill harm other living entity? This basic sense is not there. And they are occupying big, big posts. They cannot understand this sense. And they talk about big, big words. That this is soul, this is God and all these other things. And they are killing other living entities and eating meat. They don't understand this common sense which a child also can understand. So this is our today's education system. That a child also has some basic sense. And that sense is also taken away. Child also does not see other living entities getting harmed. It cries. So it needs it doesn't need very advanced knowledge. You feel pain, they also feel pain. Why you can give how you can give pain to others? Swatmavat Sarvabhuteshu. A person sees every other living entity as his own self. These three criteria are sufficient. If a person can see every other woman except one's wife as mother, and everybody else's wealth as piece of stone, and Atmavat Sarvabhuteshu. Every other living entity as his own self. So this is called real magic. And uh, it is very, very difficult. Even though a yogi can be very, very advanced, he can be following dhyana for a long time, just like Durvasamani. Durvasamani was such an advanced yogi. He could travel the entirety of universe within one year. Scientists are telling it takes 40,000 light years to travel to the farthest planet of universe. 40,000 light years and Durvasa Muni crisscrossed the universe in one year but he could not control his anger so consciousness it was very difficult he could not change so thus the real change the real magic is if a person can change somebody's consciousness so thus the bhakti yogi is the most advanced magician even though externally he may restrain from showing any such magical activities, but this greatest magic, it is, uh, it cannot be hidden from the world, how the consciousness of the people, it is changing. And we have discussed many case studies from Bhagavatam of that of Mrigari and the prostitute Haridas Thakur changed overnight. Can a prostitute come to such a level that uh, she is uh, now chanting 20, 23, 24 hours every day? And immediately, overnight, such change has happened. She has surpassed all the bodily needs, demands, Jagai, Madhai, and all such. So many case studies we have seen. And today also, we see how people are changing their lifestyles. Those who take sincerely to chanting of Hare Krishna. So this is called real magic. So thus, Lord Krishna tells here, these qualifications a devotee should acquire if he needs entrance in the spiritual atmosphere. And what are these qualifications? The first qualification is Yasma no Dvijate Loko. Uh, sorry, before this also, there is this shloka. Advesta Sarvabhutana Maitra Karuna Evacha. So, material world begins with envy. Here, all the endeavors, so much hard work is happening because we are very much envious. A person cannot see his friend or anybody progressing more than himself. So thus I was speaking to one boy and he was from a small town. That town became very famous because it produced country topper in one very tough examination. So I asked, oh, you are from that town. You know this boy? He told, yes, he was my classmate. And then I told, oh, he has stopped the exam. Now everybody knows him and knows your town also. 
So you told yes, but he does not have uh, interpersonal skill. And so immediately, so he could have told any other thing. He would have spoken few more good qualities also. But immediately they told something. So he does not have this thing. So somehow we cannot accept somebody is better than me. So this is called envy. So thus there is a lot of competition in the society. Any competition in the society means there is no love. So we are talking of love. There should be love. There should be brotherhood. At the same time, we are promoting competition also. Parents are harassing their children. Why you've got one marks less? You see your batchmate, the neighbor, he has got two marks more than you. Why? So, you know, we cannot tolerate. However, if you really love a person, then you will be much more happy if that person goes uh, and rather you will support him or her to go and progress much, much faster than you and more than you. But if we are envious, we will try to pull the leg. We'll be unhappy. In their distress, we will take happiness. In their happiness, we'll be distressed. So first of all, we have to become non-envious. We should become happy when another person is progressing more than me. Oh, you got better job than me? Very nice. So Krishna is very merciful. Oh, you have got better health than me? Very nice. It is very good. You are advancing more than me in Krishna consciousness. You are doing better service. So that is very nice. Krishna is very merciful. So there is, uh, uh, suppose there is only one chapati available in the house and two brothers are there. Will they fight for that resource or they would like to offer the other person? So this is called love and opposite is envy. So that is why in such a competitor, that is why devotee does not get carried away by such competition. He works only to maintain his body and soul together. And it is easy to remain non-envious from a person who is neutral to us or our friend of course in friends also we have tremendous envy however devotee is much more advanced so much advanced that he does not envy even his enemy that is why next qualification is maitra karuna evacha he is friendly to everybody he does not envy even his enemy and the typical example which we all know is lord jesus christ and haridas thakur these are extraordinary examples both Jesus Christ and Haridas Thakur, they were given so much of physical harassment, persecution, and they were praying ardently for the people who were persecuting them. So who can do that? Somebody is trying to kill us and killing us. And without any heart, they are beating us so that we can die. Can we pray for that person who is trying to kill us? We can never, we would be praying that Krishna, please kill this person. He is harming me. But this is the nature of devotee. A person is coming to kill us also. The devotee prays, devotee acts as even his well-wisher. This is the extraordinary character that only a devotee can possess. Advesta Sarva Bhutanam. He is non-envious even of his enemy. But why? How he is able to develop such consciousness? So that is why uh, Bhagavad Gita is so much full of treasure of all such knowledge. So Srila Prabhupada explains, what is the consciousness of a devotee? This is what Mother Sita also told to Hanuman. When Lord Hanuman went to rescue Mother Sita in Ashok Vatika, he told, oh, let me beat all these uh, witches. They would have harmed you so much. So Mother Sita told this thing. Uh, 
nor does a devotee become his enemy's enemy he thinks that one is acting as his enemy due to his own past misdeeds thus it is better to suffer than to protest so uh, this point is very very important to understand nothing happens by chance because everything is in control of god and god is all perfect nobody can enjoy for no reason nobody can suffer without any reason so if anybody is enjoying or suffering it is only due to our past misdeeds if a person's karma is very good he will go there on some higher planets mahar loka jana loka tap loka satya loka even when other planets of the universe are destroyed they don't feel any disturbance there is no enmity at all the demons they can go up to swarg loka but uh, higher than that demons also have no entry so in mahar loka jana loka it is reserved for those people who are renunciants who just want to advance in spiritual life so there there is hardly any disturbance no demons have got entry into such locations so but if a person has bad karma then he will face many enemies very bad karma he will face many many enemies so thus if anybody is acting as my enemy it is only because of my past karma this poor fellow is simply instrument so just like police acts as somebody's enemy and as somebody's friend so that is not whimsical nature of police when a person breaks the laws of nature because of his or her karma police may punish may act as enemy may beat also and police may act in defense also as friend of some people who are law abiding citizens so this concept is very very important thus if we are being put to harassment because of our family members which is very natural in kali yuga or because of somebody who is there in our office or in our school or workplace or in neighborhood then we should try to tolerate of course this body is krishna's property the will that we have the devotee understands it also belongs to krishna so if anybody is unnecessarily causing harm to body and uh, snatching our wealth we can take due measures to protect ourselves but not developing envy for that person always having compassion for that person so understanding that this person is acting as my enemy simply because of my past karma so a person does not develop any hatred even for one's enemy thus it is told in vedic culture people would follow this graham shatrum api praptam vishvastam akuto bhayam when you receive an enemy also in your house the regulation is you should receive him in such a friendly manner that should he should forget his animosity so thus people would be fighting bitterly for each other's life in the battle and after sunset they can visit each other's camp they would talk like friends and sometimes play also and very nice hospitality would be given so vedic culture is so nice even at the times of war a person can be peaceful and he can fight and get relief in the evening so vedic culture wants to uh, maximize the peace in the material world so that people can without any disturbance always meditate and engage in service of god so thus this concept is very important any suffering that i am having it is because of my past misdeed so somebody chastises me criticizes me cheats me does anything so as a matter of duty i should act to protest my interest but without developing any hatred for the person that he is helpless uh, helplessly acting in lower modes but this uh, loss of fame or uh, loss of wealth or any other thing which is happening it is only because of my misdeeds rather Uh, in shrimad bhagavatam it is told tatya anukampam su samikshamano so a person who is uh, not very advanced sometimes they start blaming god 
and they stop worshiping god that i am worshiping you you don't take care of me i am going through so many troubles but a devotee uh, when he faces some trouble even though he is engaged in service of krishna then any trouble is taken as great mercy because advanced devotee means he is having very strong faith in god so i am very nicely engaging in service of god so whatever god is giving me in my life that should be for my good the example which is given is father may slap a child also sometimes but that slapping is out of love because the father is very much caring this he knows uh, my son will fall from the roof he is flying kite unaware that he may fall any time so he will slap him do not do do not repeat in future or he may steal money and father knows stealing is very bad so out of love some such chastisement could be given so a son if he is wise he realizes that this is for my good in a similar fashion devotee knows i am following all the rules and regulations very nicely and after that some distress is coming in my life nothing happens in this world without krishna's sanction so thus he is always satisfied not disturbed by the disturbance also this disturbance also krishna has sent sent it to me his only prayer is krishna please do not let me get so much disturbed that i may not be able to engage in your service so always let me remember you and my seva should not be stopped so krishna please bless me in this way otherwise you send me to heaven send me to hell whatever punishment is there do not give me relief so person does not chant hari krishna mahamantra to get any material relief he tells krishna i am suffering i should suffer much more i am worthy of greater punishment but by your mercy you have reduced my punishment because i am engaging in your service so in this way any difficulty is there devotee becomes joyful rather than being in a complaining mood oh this purification has come to me krishna has sent this misery in my life so that my heart becomes purified i become detached from this temporary place and it is an impetus for my spiritual advancement so thus a devotee whenever somebody behaves in not very favorable way devotee becomes very happy this is sanctioned by krishna if any action is sanctioned by krishna i should be happy because krishna is my father he will not sanction anything if it is not good for me so this is the attitude of devotee complete faithfulness in krishna in loss or in gain of course he is not uh, scared also of the law of the of any material gain material gain is there he will use in service of krishna material loss is there he understands that is for my purification so in this way practicing non enviousness is very important and then maitra karuna evacha thus devotee is very friendly because he is non envious and he is very very compassionate so what is the meaning of uh, being compassionate and being friendly it means reaching krishna consciousness so this is the only friendly activity that we can do here a materialist even though he may try to act in a friendly way he cannot do but harm other living entities because materialist is contaminated by material energy this material energy puts us into illusion that i am this body and then so much of trouble starts to preserve this body protect this body satisfy this body and the living entity does, does not realize i am this body so anybody who has contamination of material energy comes in contact with other people they also get infected just like covid patient can he do any kind of help to other living entity if he goes to render some help then that person also will get covid infected so that is why they are isolated so now in this material world everybody is infected so that is why the devotees are being recommended everywhere throughout the bhagavad gita you please isolate yourself this is the element of knowledge shucha udeshe pratishthapya isolate yourself do not associate 
so materialist even though he may be having knowledge he will indulge you more and more in materialistic life and thus uh, you will get entangled in this uh, never satisfying repeated process of birth and death so devotee is friendly and compassionate friendly means he tries to help other living entities by preaching krishna consciousness he lives only for the welfare of other living entities so in this way he is friendly because he is always spreading krishna consciousness <clears throat> nirmama is the next qualification <clears throat> so after being non envious after being friendly and very very compassionate devotee understands that i am not the proprietor of anything in this world people want to become bigger and bigger proprietors they think this body belongs to me this people belong to me why they are not listening to me they should listen to me because they belong to me and thus everybody is in the false sense of proprietorship but a devotee understands no that thing belongs to me this body i have not designed so those people who are connected to this body they are also not connected to me they are connected only to this body if i come in different body then uh, they may not be even able to identify me so that is why they don't belong to me and all the wealth that i have produced any position that i have created in society any property that i have created that is because of skills which are inbuilt in this body and i have not manufactured this body that is why nothing belongs to me this body mind is krishna's arrangement god has given so everything belongs to god so everything should be used in the service of god this is the attitude of uh, a wise man so thus he is nirmama mama means mine nirmama means nothing belongs to me is free from all proprietorship so because nothing belongs to me how can i enjoy then i become a thief if something doesn't belong to me i enjoy it so that is why devotee wants to use all his resources only in the service of god and thus he is free from false ego also so the perfection of nirmama is yes even my body also does not belong to me so bali maharaj even though he offered everything to krishna krishna came and cheated bali maharaj and bali maharaj uh he offered he promised i will offer you three steps of land and vamandev he is lord krishna himself by extending his two feet he traversed all the upper limits of the universe and the lower limits also entire universe got covered by expansion of his two legs now bali maharaj became puzzled oh my god what is this so vamandev becomes angry that you have cheated me you told me you will promise uh, you had promised you will give me three steps of land where should i put my third step so bali maharaj was uh, thinking why am the lord of the universe this small boy having small feet three steps of land uh, please ask me something big he never imagined that this could happen so now when there was no place to put the third foot bali maharaj told so anyway you have taken all my property but there are two things in this world property and the proprietor so property you have taken but proprietor is bigger than pro- property because proprietor holds the property so i the proprietor offer myself to you please put your leg on my head so he offered his body also so then bali maharaj wife came she was also very good devotee and she told please forgive my husband who is so foolish and is still in the false ego he is thinking that he is this body 
and uh, this body belongs to him thus he is offering this body to you he has still not understood that everything belongs to you so thus uh, nirmama nothing belongs to me means even this body also does not belong to me so i should not use this body for my sense enjoyment so many times we ask question that prabhu why am i not getting spiritual pleasure when will i get spiritual pleasure in life spiritual pleasure we will get only after we follow this nirmama this body does not belong to me how can i enjoy this body for myself it is sin it is not good so every activity of the body every thought of the body should be used only for the service of krishna it is krishna's property how can i enjoy if i am using body for my enjoyment even for 5 minutes then i am thief for 5 minutes and a thief cannot be happy so thus it is told that what is impediment in spiritual life thing as simple as prajalpa gossip or some mundane talk people take pleasure in talking something you know that is why all newspaper and news and uh, social media people are very eager to know what is happening in the others life so this prajalpa simply this worldly talk and gossip it is a first impediment in spiritual life so that is why nirmama person understand this mind and body also does not belong to me so all the thoughts all the activity should be used only for the service of krishna thus he is nir ahankaraha he understands i am not the body also so these are the qualifications so only when we decide no longer material enjoyment now i understand everything belongs to krishna so i just want to satisfy krishna krishna please save me from any tendency to enjoy materially so thus very beautiful prayers are offered in bhagavatam that krishna if at all you wish to fulfill my desire then please fulfill this desire of mine that in my heart there be no material desires so just see this is the desire of a devotee that krishna you want to fulfill desire then please fulfill this desire of mine that in my heart there should be no desires no material desires of enjoyment so when a devotee is firmly he has decided i don't want to enjoy any more on material platform something which does not belong to me then he gets a glimpse of spiritual happiness nirmama nirahankaraha and sama dukha sukakshami he is equipoised in happiness and distress so this point is very very important equipoised in happiness and distress so now we are working very very hard to increase sukha increase happiness in our life and to mitigate the distress in our life and hard work to increase anything out of proportion it means revolting against the arrangement of god god has done the arrangement for happiness and distress labhyate dukhavat anyata sukham automatically happiness and distress will come in our life with regulated work if anybody is doing hard work so just like the prisoner is free to move inside the jail in the jail boundary so there he can sometimes play badminton also he can do some gardening he can roam here and there that is okay but if he wants to go outside the boundary he'll be caught he has to do lot of hard work he has to dig a tunnel or do bribe or climb the fence or do something he will not be allowed to do easily so you should understand i am not allowed to do this so that is why only those things a person should try to have which he can get without extraordinary endeavor because that is the arrangement of god so if anybody is working very hard in life it means that is envy against god that god you have done this arrangement i will change arrangement i am not satisfied by your arrangement you have made elephants and horses for right i will make very nice harley davidson mercedes i am not satisfied with your elephant and horses 
So this means hard work, setting up huge industries, and thus people become more and more helpless, more and more captured by laws of nature. So a devotee should learn the art of remaining satisfied in happiness and distress, whatever is coming as per the laws of nature. So this qualification is very important as we will see Lord Krishna repeats over and over again throughout Bhagavad Gita. And among these qualifications in these shlokas also Lord Krishna has repeatedly mentioned thrice. A person should be always equipoised in happiness and distress. That means submission to Krishna. And he understands this happiness and distress. Although I am experiencing it, it is illusory. Just like a person sees magic on the stage, girl is getting cut into two parts. He should not get disturbed because he should know this is only hallucination. In a similar fashion, I am under hallucination and feeling that, oh, this is pleasant, this is unpleasant, but this is hallucinatory. Only because I think I am body, I undergo such experiences in life. So that is why devotee understands it is hallucinatory and it is Krishna's arrangement. So devotee tolerates happiness and distress. So this art should be learned how to tolerate happiness and distress, not working very hard to increase happiness and distress. Thus, Bhagavata mentions, as soon as a person starts working to increase happiness in his life, his distress immediately begins. This people do not know. And Kshami. Kshami means he is very, very forgiving to everybody. Because we understood uh, that everything which is happening to us other people, they are simply, if a person becomes angry with the policeman, he should not become. So policeman has taken any action because of our falsehood, Shami, he is very, very tolerant. He is forgiving. He, he never takes offenses from any wrongdoer in his life. So anyway, these are very nice qualifications. There is one uh, very nice explanation story in Bhagavatam to explain all these points. But because we have to go little fast, so we may not be able to cover. But please try to write one qualification and try to write every day. Writing is also very important for spiritual realization. How I can implement this in my life? Where in Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita, I find example of this quality. How I can develop this quality within me? So all these qualities, how to develop? There is an easy way that also we'll discuss. It is being explained. So anyway, today we could not uh, do much. We could discuss just one shloka of qualities, qualifications. More we'll discuss in the coming sessions.